0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to stick to actually music for the moment because uh, the Fela was on over the weekend in Belfast. The Wolf Tones headlined uh, the final night. And of course, they played Celtic Symphony and uh, the U'a Updurana chant. Uh, rang out uh, through the crowd of about 10,000 people who were there in the Falls Park in West Belfast. And understandably, uh, there has been a backlash from some quarters. uh, One uh, relative of of an IRA victim describing it as dangerous beyond belief. Another politician, uh, Jim Allister of the TUV, uh, describing Fela Belfast as descending into a terror fest. Uh, Ben Lowry is the editor of the Belfast newsletter. Ben, you're welcome to the programme, as always. uh, Are people right to criticise?
1: Well, I think that um, it, it, you almost could immediately jump to a wider question on this, which is what does the island of Ireland think about this because this is happening a lot. It happened with uh, um, female Irish football players it's happening um it's it's sort of breaking out in pubs uh, uh, video footage of it, and it's now a regular feature of this West Belfast festival and remember the West Belfast Festival itself is not shy about promoting what a big event it is and how inclusive it is and all of the range of different things that it has yet unionists and by the way unionists are not the only people who are upset about um IRA terrorism as as unionists would call it unionists are seeing that every year this uh, um big festival ends in a in a huge concert in which there is a celebration of this Chantu up the ra and i think that is this what nationalist ireland is thinking is okay? Is nationalist Ireland already, not 50 years from now or 100 years from now, when the provisional IRA campaign is way in the past, is it already thinking that the IRA campaign was right? So this is a big question about when we're hearing about a new Ireland and relations and the future, and unionists are being encouraged all the time to get into a talk about a new Ireland. Is the new Ireland that it's more pro- the Provisional IRA than the Ireland that lived through it and rejected it in the ballot box. So, do you think this is
0: part of it or indicative of of a a revision of history or or a softening of attitudes to to those outrages?
1: Well, I, I think it is a massive softening of attitudes, particularly when you see polling that looks into what young people think. Now, obviously, I'm going to I edit a unionist newspaper. I'm going to have a different view on this to very many people listening to this. But what I would say, those of us, and, and we at the newsletter spent a lot of try- time trying to look into legacy, we think that the IRA campaign is being rapidly sanitized, and we think that the British security forces are being rapidly demonized in order retrospectively to justify IRA terrorism. And what you're now seeing is that very large numbers of nationalists, um, by some uh, polls, um 70% thinking, thinking that agreeing with Michelle O'Neill of Sinn Fein that IRA violence was necessary. And then you have to cross reference that with how people voted in the 1980s after Sinn Fein began to um, contest elections uh, in the Republic of Ireland and in Northern Ireland, both from the early 1980s, in the Republic of Ireland. And this is something that is unionist. I'm always trying to convey to other unionists. Mm. Uh, because people can start to say that everybody in, in Ireland was trying to help the IRA. No, no, Sinn Fein, which was defending the IRA campaign, got between one and four percent of the vote in the Republic right up until 1998, and in Northern Ireland, the SDLP thumpingly, repeatedly, uh, which which was. Fierce in its denunciation of IRA violence, uh, defeated Sinn Fein by about two to one, um, and, and certainly if you take Catholic votes, including the small number of Catholic voters, but there were a registerable number who voted for Alliance amongst Catholic voters. There was a two to one repudiation of that. So, that, so in answer to your question, sorry to speak at such in such depth, but in answer to your question. There is a very clear and rapid mm. discrepancy between what young people believe and what um, people who lived, who li- and this is so important, who lived through the murder and mayhem and bombs and atrocities and so on. When they had their first opportunity, nationalists across this island to vote in it, all the way until the IRA violence stopped at the end of the 1980s, they rejected it.
0: Well, let me introduce Brian Warfield uh, from the Wolf Tones. Uh, Brian, good to talk to you as well. Um, so, and, d- did, w- w- when you hear uh, those crowds of thousands of people chanting Uah up the Raj or in Celtic Symphony, um, do you think it plays a part in sanitising the violence of the IRA? Not, not at all.
2: I think I think that man, I know he's a unionist, but um, he has it all wrong because I know he's very silent when the bonfires are lit on the 11th of July, burning whole forests of wood. And, uh, you know, at a time when global warming warming is around, uh, it should be criticised just as they're criticising one song out of a whole evening of two and a half hours. Now, we don't don't encourage chanting. It's not chanting, but the crowds sing along with every song that we sing whether it be Irish eyes, whether it be My Heart is in Ireland, whether it be the streets of New York, or whether it be Grace, or whether it be Celtic Symphony. They sing along, they don't chant along, they sing along with every song. And to pick out one song out of two and a half hours that you don't agree with, you've got to understand that the IRA were seen by the nationalist community as defenders of the communities. When Unionist violence was burning people out of the streets, in Bombay Street, when refugees were running south because they had no peace in their own country, uh, when they were being discriminated, gerrymandered in every way, and it was very, great silence about that. It took a long time for unionists or the people to understand that it was wrong, and totally wrong to discriminate against their federal, fellow citizens. So I think that man has it all wrong. I know he comes from a unionist perspective, so he has his own ideas, and it's all one-sided. I don't see another side of it. I don't see any hope from the unionist community that they're going to come back. The DUP are going to go into back into uh, Stormont. I can't see that because they've said no to everything uh, for since the troubles began yeah. and before the troubles. Well- well, they became. They, they've said no, 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 no. Okay, well, and that's let me, let me just
0: go back to. Let me go back to ben a, a, ben. a few points raised by Brian, but the, the the first of which is not just raised by him today, but others as well in response to criticism um, uh, of the song. And it was the same when 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 the football team sang it after qualifying for the World Cup. They point towards the twelfth and bonfires and say, kind of, what what's good for the goose is good for the gander.
1: I think that, that, well, the first thing I'd say is, is in response to the point that, um, uh, you know, singing and there's people chanting and so on. Yes, is it the worst thing that could happen? Of course it isn't. It's not as bad as if there was a disorder or, or all sorts of things. But what's different about this is that it is the casual bringing in of the idea that the, um, that the IRA was necessary. And the reason that I didn't start in my long bit at the beginning by saying what unionists think about this I focused on what nationalists did across the island. I'm not talking about people who are 20 or even 30 aged now, let alone 12-year-olds. I'm not talking about people who mm. didn't remember it. I'm talking about, we're not going to agree in the past. I don't think Northern Ireland is as bad as that. Did loyalists and unionists do things wrong? Of course they did. Terrible things wrong. But the people who, on behalf of whom the violence was purporting to be carried out didn't want it. And that's what's so disturbing about the casual bringing into a a longer evening that's about much more than IRA violence. And is this the way nationalist Ireland is going? And if it is, you might not like the way that unionists are going. Uh, We might not like the way that nationalist Ireland is going. But then I don't think people can realistically expect unionists to engage in some conversation about having a closer alignment to a country that is embracing something that it rejected at the time.
2: Uh, uh, Brian, what do you say to well, that? If it, can I just come in? If you, if you look at the bonfires uh, once again, and you see the flag of a friendly nation uh, being burned on the bonfires every 11th of July, effigies of politicians, effigies of Celtic supporters, And No, that's no way of making friends with your friends and neighbours. I don't think that's going to happen in that way. So we have to come together in some way. Criticising this song is not the answer. That song was written not as a defence of IRA or anything like that, but it was a story about uh, Glasgow Celtic. It was a story about the Irish in Glasgow. And as I went through that city of Glasgow, I'm looking at the graffiti on the wall, and I see it, all oh, Celtic, the magic, up the cells, up the cells. Mm. And I see underneath it, who are ah, up the ra. Now, if they felt they need uh, to support the IRA and the long struggle in Ireland for any kind of uh, civil rights or freedom, um, they have supported Ireland in every, every uh, decade. Going back to 1798, yeah, and right but, up through all the all the wars and everything else. Remember, if I go through the Shankill Road, it's all I see is King Billy, and I see UVF and UFF and all kinds of things. They were murderers of the nationalist people. Have a look at the people that were uh, the, the 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 people who were murdering Catholics just because they were Catholics, not because they were any political entity. But well, they were murdering the- Catholics just for fun. There was a guy on the Late Late Show that came on one time. He said he was a born-again Christian. He came on the Late Late Criticizing the Wolf Tones, going back to gay-borns time. And he said he saw Jesus at the end of the bed. And when he saw Jesus at the end of the bed, he stopped killing Catholics. Now, you know, uh, we could go back a long time and go over old ground, but you can't criticize that song. I'm an artist, a composer, that write songs, I paint pictures and words, and that's what I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that's what I do. A picture of, the, uh, of uh, Celtic, of uh, Glasgow, in, in words, it's just the same as a picture uh, uh, that people taking a photograph and publish it in a paper, newspaper or magazine. It's just what you're saying. It's your perspective on something, but it's totally wrong and absolutely wrong.
0: Brian Warfield from the Wolf Tones, Ben Lowry, editor of the Belfast Newsletter. Gentlemen, thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. I hear you had crowds in July marching over a weekend, singing famine songs and chanting F the Pope, says one uh, listener. Deck says, what's the difference between singing up the ra and burning images of politicians and flags on bonfires? And William says, would you be happy if had a cultural event a crowd... Sang up the UVF or up the UDA. A generation in Ireland, North and South, are growing up romanticising violent gangs and violence, which I think uh, William is echoing the point that Ben was uh, broadly making as well. So, William, thank you for that text. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.